Hi, and welcome back to Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. Hey, Casey. Hello, Anne. Hello, podcast. Yeah, let's talk about episode 409. It's called Crazy. It's written by Matt Doyle. It's directed by Jem Gerard. Aired on March 19th, 2021. Now, that's a new name. It is a new name. And I do they do two episodes or just one episode? Well, we're getting to the end. So if they're going to do two, they better hurry on up. Maybe this is the only one they did. But I think they did a great job. They should do more episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Jem Gerard here. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> did you do anything fun for Halloween? This will air uh, after Halloween. Well, it's after Halloween right now. This is true. This is true. <laughs> not going back in time. We're not. Did I do anything fun in Hall- for Halloween? No. Um, my kids went trick-or-treating. It was freezing cold out. I had small talk with a neighbor the whole time, but it was actually really good. I got over my fear. I said, suck it up, buttercup. You're like really old now. So learn how to talk to people. It doesn't make small talk any better. I had, I, you know what? I found something that we both connected on. Mm-hmm. Was it Winona which Earp? Was, no, no, it wasn't. It was COVID. But um, <laughs> the tie that binds us all together. It was actually really interesting. And um, she's a big Harry Potter fan. So she was really excited to talk about Harry Potter. And I have not read or seen any Harry Potter. I have not read one word of one Harry Potter book or have seen 30 seconds of any Harry Potter movie. I have not read the books. I have seen all the movies. Mm, Here's why I haven't read the books. Because reading makes me sleepy. Unless it's fanfic. Then I'm wide awake. But also the books What, porn? If if you're not reading porn, you're sleeping? Porn. It's That's the way you talk about it really is that it's all porn. And you just wait. You're just jealous when you all day and all night. When you start reading fanfic, then you'll understand. Anywho, mm. if a book is too big, I don't. It hurts my hands to hold. <laughs> oh, you got fragile hands. You look like a delicate flower. Aww. that's always my complaint. I'm like, that so book heavy. is way too thick. I'm not gonna. My thing is that it has a lot of, I feel like it has a lot of made up words where I'll be like, got Google funk. And then I have to remember what Google funk means. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that I character Google funk them. really funks with you in <laughs> Harry no, Potter. Like, then they talk about like houses or something or yards or lands. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm so sorry, listeners. So sorry. <laughs> I don't really think just lost half of our anything. audience less from me if you want to talk 90 day fiance if you want to talk um anything trash tv i am your speaking of trash tv did you see that there's going to be a tiger king 2 i did what is it going to be about i don't know i haven't seen the trailers i just saw like a headline about it interesting no this week um i've been very into cult documentaries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so did you in just watched last night the way out on hbo max about that oh no no all right not caught up on stuff right now i have to catch up on the morning show um 
it just finished. I finished Only Murders in the Buildings. That was really good. Mm -hmm. I finished Ted Lasso. That's who I was for. You didn't watch that show? <laughs> no. It's so good. No. I didn't want to like it. Is it Canadian? Like it. No. Or is it British? It's American, but it's British in the story. Like it takes place in England. No, I haven't. I don't even know what channel. Is it on a ch- It's on, is it on uh, Apple. Cable? Oh, girl, I don't have that. It's $4.99 a month. Come on. I just got. No, I don't have that. I belong to some Patreons for some podcasts. I just signed up for TLC Discovery, that app for $4.99 a month. What do you um, watch on I TLC? All of everything. Hoarders, Intervention. Isn't that all just 48. on Netflix? It, the old, no, it's because it's, you can't get that stuff on cable there's lots of shows that you can only get on the app now mm. and not on the channel which we don't have cable anyway so it doesn't matter i was watching it on hulu but now they don't have it on hulu anymore it's like the current episodes is that what you're saying mm-hmm. gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha gotcha it has all the hgtv stuff on it that i love <laughs> you want to do a podcast about hgtv or tlc or Annie or Bravo, any shows on those. I do love Below Deck. Never watched it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so extra. It's so good. Mm-mm. No, I haven't. Let's talk about crazy. Okay. <laughs> you resetting? You want me to start? Should I start? You like when I start? Sure. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Is this a euphemism. Euphemism. Why can't I talk? Sometimes? I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Anywho, so yeah, I love this opener. We have like this fun Western music playing and it's just Nicole and Winona's eyes and they're like zoomed in. It's like, hi, noon. It's the Western music. And uh, or no, Winona's like really trying for high noon hot. And Nicole's all cocky and she's like, isn't that what you say after a night of drinking? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I know it's so funny it's like you don't expect the opener to just be just their eyes no and nicole's all cocky and she's like yeah isn't that what you say after a night of drinking and when it is all only i make fun of my drinking and then they start sparring which is mm-hmm. also just not expected and it's no. like fun and it's spunky and all these cheap shots are being taken and winona even punches hot like right in the boobs <laughs> Just, I couldn't tell if they're, she punched her in the boo or the gut. Like, but then I watched it back again. And I was like, oh, that totally was yeah, her boo. punch. <laughs> and then she's like, you dirty bitch. And uh, Wayne says, 18 months to practice and all you got was older. And so they're clearly working some things out, right? They're just having it kind mm-hmm. of out here. Um, and then Wayne flips Nicole to the ground and just then Waverly strolls in like a goddamn vision saying hey only i get to sweep her off her feet which way did the gun show right she was like bam bam exactly two tickets (laughs) just stroke there (laughs) (laughs) we all had a stroke uh And I know it's like just so proud that she got uh, Hunt for Red Hot Tober, Nicole, into the sheriff's office because apparently Nicole's not really been leaving the homestead to go into town. Um, 
And Winona and Waverly are just trying to lure her into the sheriff's office to go back to work. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, nobody voted for me. So screw them. And during that time, Winona says, what are you doing? I feel like we're off a little. Should we start over? No. Why? Why do you feel like we're off? Maybe. I I don't know. Like, are you here? What do you I need to be here. <clears throat> I had a long time. What are you doing? I'm like, do you, are you <laughs> saying there's a leg in the audio? No, or there's not like, a leg. You don't no, feel like, like our feel shtick like, is going. I feel like we're a little off. We're not connecting. Well, we didn't chit chat as much as we usually do before we start. But you got nothing. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I don't have anything and it's eight o'clock. And by the time we get done, there's going to be 900 hours to <sighs> never mind. It's okay. It's 10 here. Well, I have one child who doesn't sleep and will be up in 15 minutes for every 15 minutes for the rest of the night. And then I have to wake up at six o'clock to take care of my kids and make them. Okay. All well, now we're really going to be off because now you're making me feel bad. <laughs> oh, am I? <laughs> Oh, are you okay? I didn't think we were off, but now you just laid a guilt chip on me. (laughs) Did I? Step at the face. How does it feel? Step at the face. Step at the face. (laughs) Anyway, so Wynona says here, um, didn't you once say everything good I have in my life is because I came back to the Ghost River Triangle? And that's a conversation that Nicole had with Nedley in 307 in the episode where she finds out that Nedley's the one. Oh, yeah. But N- Winona wasn't. Winona were. <gasps> was she listening oh from outside? God, or Nedley can't keep his trap shut. He was Could like, be. oh, guess what Nicole just said to me? I think mm-hmm. she was like eavesdropping from outside the room. Hmm. I mean, which I would totally do. So I can understand. No. And Nicole replies, uh, didn't you say eat a dick to a bunch of vampires? Nicole's really pissy and just changes the subject saying like, wow, look at the time. I've got a wedding to plan and just all pissy and uh, tells them that she'll meet them at trivia night. And as she walks past them, she kind of like slams into them. And then Waverly tells Winona that there's a line of people in the sheriff's office. And Winona's like, why are you looking at me? I also was not voted sheriff. And mm-hmm. Waverly's like, well, come on, you know, BBD hasn't really given you any work to do. The town is nice and quiet. Jinx that. I was bad just gonna right say, there. don't ever say something like that because Fuck as soon as you ass. freaking say that, mm-hmm. all shit's gonna come loose. Yep. Does that make sense? And I thought it was all shit's gonna come loose. It's just gonna be complete diarrhea. <laughs> Just loose poop. You know what? <laughs> Let's make our own <laughs> sayings. All these old, all hell's going to break loose. That's an old <laughs> saying. From now on, all, all shit's going stool. to <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna break loose. That's what people are going <laughs> to trending. We're going to get it trending. All hashtag hashtag loose loose stool. All, sh- all, all, it's just gonna all be shit's going to tumble downhill from here. <laughs> okay, no more poop talk. <laughs> no more poop talk. Um, and I thought that was interesting that like halfway through this whole dar- darn thing, that's when we first hear of trivia was like her just bringing up like, oh, there's trivia tonight. And it turns into be a big part of obviously this whole episode. So 
Um, but anyway, so then um, we're in the back alley of some back alley <laughs> in purgatory. <laughs> I need a I need a map of purgatory. Has anybody done this? Yes. Okay. I mean, not really? of like the back alleys, but there's like the triangle. No. So here's the thing, though, is that in the beginning of this darn show, this purgatory darn show, this darn sure was that purgatory was she Winona got off the bus, got into the ruck, blah, blah, whatever. And then she was walking to purgatory across the train tracks. And it was represented. It was like a um, one street town. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it came off. You can't tell me that from that episode to this episode, purgatory has grown that much. Okay. It's become a thriving metropolis. It's always been a th- it's, it's back it's, alleys. It's the Ghost River Triangle. It's very large. And there is an episode that I just watched where Dolls says, uh, hang on, I'll be there. I'll be right there. And he's at the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And Winona says, and she's at the homestead, and she says, you know, like, he's like, I'll be right there. I'm 30 minutes away. So it's he did? 30 minutes from the sheriff's office just to the homestead. That doesn't make any sense at all because they walked that. They, <laughs> we can't. It's threads everywhere pulling. All right. Anyway, well, we're in some big badass back alley of purgatory where there's like all these generators and power things and whatever. And there's this like, I even put it in my notes. There is a new spot popping up in every goddamn episode. But anyway, it also goes on to say, and I'm struggling that (laughs) (laughs) you need a support group. It says it in my notes. You need a support group. (laughs) Anywho, I said, this dude is walking and he trips over some feet that um, it's only an assumption that is a dead body because he could be passed out, whatever, or it could be just random feet laying there. We don't know. It's purgatory. But it turns out that the guy goes back and looks and it's this dead guy laying between two massive like power boxes. And it appears as if dude has been um, bitten by a vampire. And the guy who finds him is like, oh, shit, like the air is going to be pissed. I don't know why he said that. I don't know why all of a sudden it came up like. That's the first thing on his mind is that the herb air is going to be pissed. I'm not sure why. Um, and then he goes, oh, no. And it's a motherfucking werewolf. Finally, so season four. Da- I know, right? So finally, a stinking werewolf pops up. And I knew a werewolf was going to come. This show could not not have a werewolf i screamed so loud i think i even tweeted about it that night and other red mints were tweeting about it that night saying oh my god casey finally got her werewolf oh when you were what uh-huh. <laughs> i was like yeah i'm like yeah when you well when we because we watched this this one to add together and i'm like fuck yeah there's a fucking werewolf uh, but yeah, because he a werewolf would be like a demon, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like she's hunting demons. She's gonna be trying to figure out what happened here. That's why he's like, "Oh, the is that ape what it is? bear is gonna be pissed." Yeah. 
Okay. I thought it was just the herb air was going to be pissed at a vampire. Like, I'm thinking, how would dude know that? Whatever. Anyway. So you got your werewolf. Thank goodness. It wasn't dolls, but it'll have to do. Sweet dolls. (laughs) R.I.P. Then we're at Shorty's and Nicole is trying to sneak beer from the taps and Nedley catches her and is like, hey, hands off, you know, only active duty police get to drink free at my bar. And he just wants her to stop stealing beer and try to help him set up for trivia night. Because, of course, if you're going to have an event trivia night, you got to have it at Shorty's place to hold all your purgatory's finest events. And she's like, fine, uh, but no more sheriff's talk. She's sick of everyone asking her about it. And uh, he doesn't understand why she's avoiding the topic so much. And that she was the best deputy besides himself to, you know, ever patrol the sheriff's office. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know what? I'd rather have some hints for tonight's trivia contests. And then he says, what local deputy had the highest clearance rate in the Ghost River Triangle of the past 10 years? And then her whole mood kind of changes. And she says, it's just not for her anymore. And he's like, well, that just seems like a fancy way of saying that your butt hurt. And then she gets all weird again. She's like, why? What have you heard? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, why did you do something? She's like, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm too busy. You know, I've got this teen to take care of. She's a full-time job. And he's like, yeah, about your teen. Um, do you want to know what she did at her part-time job? And she's like, oh no, where did she puke? <laughs> <laughs> and Natalie's like, no, no. She just, you know, basically let her invisible monster boyfriend out. Oh, out of his shackle. It's invisible. Anyway. Um, so then we have Winona walking into the sheriff's office with like coffee and a tube. Yeah. And she already knows that all of the complaints are going to be a bunch of bullshit. And there's like this dude at the counter who's complaining about um, moisturizer and how like all the stores are out of moisturizer. And um, Winona's pretty much like, what the fuck ever, dude? But Waverly has a softer heart about it all. And she's like, listen, um, everybody is completely stressed that supplies have stopped. Um, the cupboards are bare and it's pretty much like Winona pulls, a um, Casey's mom and is like, pull your bootstraps up and go outside and enjoy the weather. <laughs> Cause that's what my mom was saying. Right? <laughs> She's like, like over it's, it. uh, above zero outside. Go yeah. play, go play outside. Um, so you know, instead people are like all concerned about things like the way that their neighbor painted their car flames on their car. Um, but Winona is going through this list of complaints and or issues, challenges, whatever. And um, she does connect with the lettuce situation where um, somebody had asked for shredded lettuce and they got leaf lettuce, which I can connect with as well. I like me some good shredded lettuce. Um, so anyway, just as Winona is talking to Waverly about how things have settled down again, completely jinxing it saying, um, Eamon is gone and the pumpkin head dude is destroyed. Jeremy comes in out of nowhere in an apron that is completely covered in blood. Um, and everybody gets all nervous. Like what the fuck are you doing? And he even gets like blood on the counter and he just kind of wipes it away with his hand and shit. And, um, he then he and uh, Waverly are talking and they kind of put together this like code about how it's actually cherry pie and he needs to find out um, 
whose cherry pie it was because the person who baked all this cherry pie is still out there and they might bake again. And the lotion dude is like, uh, yeah, you guys are the worst at um, talking in code. And then Winona, I love it, sad, <laughs> told him to go jerk off about it and then makes the second funniest gesture of all time yes. like this. It's your favorite. I, it, well, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's my favorite. <laughs> this is my second favorite. <laughs> um, but the ironic part about all of this is that he can't jerk off because he doesn't have any lotion. <laughs> And there we are. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, grossness. Jeremy shows them, he takes them to the murdered pie and Waverly comments like, <laughs> you know, what happened to the morgue? And a- Exactly. I know. I thought of that. And apparently, here we are again. Apparently the rats took it over. It okay. But do you see what's wrong with this, this morgue? Do you see what's yeah, going on? Yeah, it's just like in one? the middle of the sheriff's office. <laughs> Not only that, but all of the windows were open and you can see a candy vending machine in the hallway. Like anybody can just look it's into just like this makeshift morgue. Right? I was like, what the hell? It's just like, uh, let's get some coffee and oh, just don't mind the dead bodies over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so Jeremy's saying like, this is very tragic. He's talking about the victim and Waverly's like, why did he have a wife and kids? He's like, no, no, he's the guy who won trivia last week. And why Nona's like, mm-hmm. um, is that tragic? And Jeremy goes on to say how, well, you know, he was just, he was part of our community and, um, I mean, not you because you lost trivia, not your community. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And Waverly's like, well, look on the bright the more- side. <laughs> Right, we're the smart ones, and Waverly's like, "Well, look on the bright side. At least he won't be at trivia tonight." And as soon as she says that, she like kind of gasps because she realizes what just came out of her mouth and how horrible it Mm is. And Winona's jaw just drops, and she's like, "Oh, (laughs) what? What did you just say?" She's got that darkness, and um, but Winona says that she gets it because she too was obsessed with trivia before she lost. And then Jeremy shows them the victim's neck and it looks like there's like these two bite marks there. And Mm -hmm. Winona is thrilled. She's like, yippee, because she thinks Doc did it. And if he's back to eating humans, well, then he can't be mad at her for shooting someone in the back. And she gets like all excited and she starts primping her hair. And Waverly's like, you know, you don't really need an excuse to talk to him. You could just talk to him. And she's like, no, no, I don't want to talk to him. I need to talk to him, you know, for the case. (laughs) Yeah. Which clearly is not the case. Uh, and then we cut to a deli guy slicing something on a meat slicer, but then like there's blood spatter on the wall. So clearly he's not doing okay. Even what he was slicing looked, um, ominous. Like the whole scene was just dark and dreary. I'm like, this is from a haunted house. Yeah. It didn't look like he was slicing honey cut ham or anything. Mm -mm. (laughs) Honey cut, honey. Um, So uh, yeah. Honey baked ham. I couldn't, I knew that was wrong, but I couldn't think of the right. <laughs> the That's correct. why I love you. Because you just, you said <laughs> honey cooked too. anyway. <laughs> honey cut. Honey cut. So um, Winona walks into the glory hole with a flask and a look in her eye. Like this, like just a, a look that when she sees Doc, um, it kind of even, it gets like a really confident look. Like she's just ready to talk to Doc and, and get 
get on with her, um, that whole situation. But anyway, so we see Doc and he's telling stories at the bar and she walks up and she says, I have great stories too, mostly about killing demons with her gun. And um, then she tells Doc that she needs a private interrogation with his mustache, which sounds totally dirty totally and weird. Dirty. <laughs> she stands super close in front of him and he's and um, telling him um, that she gets it. He's a vamp and he's got the hungs and the guy was num num. <laughs> that whole line cracked me up so <laughs> bad. <laughs> got the hungs. That guy was num num. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, she thinks that they're now like on this level playing field. Like you had said, like he can't judge her anymore because he's eating people. And um, <clears throat> she said something about where is there a good mattress that they could totally demolish did you get that part i think she said i know where there's a good mattress we could both demolish oh like just like totally yeah, get it on smash um but <laughs> damn it i need to say that word more often so but doc is like no not me um i figured it's not me i'm not killing anybody i figured out a like a morally sound way of taking care of his needs so then Winona threatens Doc actually with Peacemaker and he gets all like fangy and growly. And then some demons come up. And that the Peacemaker ask. glows orange. Yep. And the Peacemaker glows orange. She threatens him totally. Yeah. And then there's these like demons that walk up that are ready to help out Doc with taking care by taking care of Winona. And um, she like calls him right out and is like, hey, do you guys know anybody with fangs like this dude who's going around killing folks? Um, but then the demon guy suggests that Winona shouldn't just pop into the glory hole. And she goes, isn't that the point of a glory <laughs> hole? <laughs> Which is hilarious. That's exactly the point of a glory hole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> I don't even know what to. I don't want to talk about it. Hey, Google. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> just oh, kidding. Jesus. Have mercy. Yeah. And so, like, things are still fucked up and awkward with Doc and Winona. Like, here we had, like, this little mm-hmm. bit of, she had this glimmer in her eye and she's like, yeah, I'm going to get mm-hmm. my man back because now we're both mm-hmm. on. And no, it's just still jacked up. Mm-hmm. And even the way he looks at her then, even though he, supposedly can't stand you know hates her for shooting the dude in the back the way he looks at her is just like passionate like if you could just oh get your heads out of your asses Mm -hmm. then we're at the basement of shorties and nicole's like waiting in the basement to talk to rachel and it's this cute mother daughter you're in trouble kind of talk and she asks Mm -hmm. you know like do you have any idea why i called you here (laughs) and it's just kind of interesting to see nicole in this motherly position and mm-hmm. rachel says oh you so want me to be gay don't you <laughs> so weird. okay no. and nicole's like well we would support you and buy you all the right al- <laughs> albums and then she's like oh nice deflection what albums would be a gay starter set what would you pick um well from our generation yeah, that's all we have to which is be totally weird and it's because it's totally different than like current stuff but i would say indigo girls melissa Etheridge. um Melissa Farrick, maybe that she's a little bit. No, she's still old school. Um, Ani DeFranco. Katie Lang. What? Ani oh, yeah. Ani DeFranco for sure. Um, 
I think that would be pretty much like the starter pack. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good starter. Lilith, Lilith Fair Volume 1, 2, and 3. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, remember when I used to work at the dog daycare? And yeah. um, I can't remember her name now, but she was a big radio DJ, blonde in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. what's her fucking um, name she was a big fucking deal yep no she'll i'll get it and she was like she always had marilyn like reverb in her vo- or- marilyn oh marilyn me manson no marilyn <laughs> me she was like big radio person then in milwaukee i don't know she probably not anywhere uh-huh. else and um she got my best friend was my my boss as well so like we're totally tight and so we did stuff at work all the time. And then we'd do stuff on the weekends all the time together. So we're always together. So she, she came to drop, drop her dog off one day. And she's like, um, hey, I got you guys some tickets to Lilith Fair. I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> she left and I'm like, do you? Oh, she thinks think that you're. I think <gasps> she thinks we're a couple. <laughs> 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 it's weird but we're like whatever well, no, we're going tickets. to all the fairs so who cares <laughs> we got great tickets yeah anyways that's funny um so then she's like no i just want to talk about billy and rachel's like you know what you guys said that we were going to help him and nicole's like okay fine we're going to be more openly about our problems from now on and then rachel says like chicken kicker and nicole immediately freaks out and is like you promised to never ever speak about it again and um, I just had dog hair in my mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> all over my sweatshirt. Oh, life has changed. <laughs> oh, life has changed. Dog hair. Right. Mm. Oh, you're so gross. Sometimes <laughs> 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 I hate you so bad. You derail me so quickly. <laughs> oh, dirty bird. And then you try to be all innocent. Like, oh, I could never oh, say I such a thing. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Um, and Nicole immediately freaks out. She's like, you promised you'd never speak about it, Rachel, ever. And Rachel immediately apologizes. And she's like, well, you know, for what it's worth, Billy seemed really weak and not a threat at all. And then Nicole takes the earbud and they start sharing an earbud. And she's like, what are we listening to? And Rachel says, podcast about Gaga. And Nicole's like, are you sure? Not even just a little bit by. Uh, and then Rachel brings up doc to nicole and says well you know he would forgive you if you just told him why and then they lean on each other it's just so cute i like the whole scene oh i have a confession Uh oh what well i've heard chicken kicker yeah where i mean i had no idea what it was about Uh but people have talked about it a lot Uh uh-huh are you talking about in the group chat? Everywhere. You've said it. Group chat people have I've, said I've it. I've said multiple chicken kicker um, yeah. Easter eggs. Uh-huh. I've talked about and kicking I've always been like, well, obviously this is something. But then I felt really bad because I thought it was something I missed. So I, and then I didn't remember. So I was just like going, like, I didn't say anything about it because I'm like, well, I mean, they wouldn't be saying it if I didn't see see it yet so i must have totally forgetting about what this is so i'm just not going to reply about it all because i don't remember i can't what see. episode what it was about i don't remember anything about somebody kicking a chicken i had no clue <laughs> okay. so i was like so when we get down to hmm. the part where we actually find out in this episode what chicken kicker is 
I'm going to explain it all to you. And it'll make sense why it's come up in like the group chats because it's come up in the group chats accidentally before. And then everyone will post a bunch of stuff to bury it so that you don't see it. Oh, I've seen it. I know. It's like the one thing that's been impossible to not see. Well, but I blame myself. I'm like, well, I must have forgot. It doesn't matter because it still didn't. You didn't know what it was. No, I didn't know. No, <laughs> no but I faked it. Like I, did, like I literally just didn't say anything because I thought it was something I didn't remember. So I'm like, what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that is? Must okay. be a big deal. Everyone <laughs> keeps talking about it. I don't know what episode that right. was from. <laughs> so we're back at the BBD, and we have the dead deli guy who um, we find out was the trivia night's latest winner. Um, He's actually not a deli guy. His name is Niles and he's a butcher. He's a butcher. Um, he knows all the capital cities. He's super smart. So they look. Um, IP Niles. They look at his. Ah, pour one out for the homies. They look at his bite marks. And then he has another set of marks that are just a little too far apart to be teeth. And they also have these like weird blue markings around them. Um which means that the beautiful cowboy is in the clear, mm-hmm. Jeremy says. Mm-hmm. Waverly notices that the butcher's, uh, the butcher guy's head is light, which is super strange that she even had her hands on dead dude's head and was moving it around enough to realize that it was lighter than a typical dead person. All I kept head. thinking was the human head weighs, uh, the human head weighs eight pounds. What is that for? Oh, yeah. So she's like, hmm, that's weird. So she takes the laser and shines it in his ear and it goes straight through right onto um, Jeremy's junk. And oh, I'm sorry, like, we use oh technical God. terms here. Oh, last week uh, you yelled crotch. at me for not saying vagina. I did? Yes. <laughs> and you're like, no, no. I said JJ, and you're like, oh, no, no, no. We use no, technical terms. Said or and something. I said, oh, really? Because you keep calling it a wiener and everything else. <laughs> That's technical. So I'm sorry. Where did it shine on Jeremy's body? His wiener. I'm sorry. His wiener. <laughs> I don't want to his anymore. God. Penis. It was actually on his jeans. <laughs> It's not like he was standing there naked. And so then they check the laser in the other dude's head too, in the first dude. And um, it shines through right through his ears too, which I'm thinking, is that true? You wouldn't be able to shine a laser. Are you saying that (laughs) for real? (laughs) Brain's not done by your ears. It's up here <laughs> like scooped out like a pumpkin we're not or doing this right just... now we're not doing this we're gonna get in people are gonna tweet and be like you don't know where anything is on a map or on the human body i know maps <laughs> you don't know maps <laughs> maps i don't know the united states well okay i kind of know maps I like maps. <laughs> maps are I am pretty. Maps. maps are pretty. Anywho. So um, it's obviously just a, it's just a, a thing for the show where the laser goes through. That wouldn't actually happen. But anyway, so that means nobody has brains and it must be a brain stealing demon. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But why human brains? Why? A souvenir? A trophy? Well, I don't know. 
What could it be? I don't know. And then we're to a guy eating a sandwich. <sighs> Do you like sandwiches? Why you look at yeah. you like no, I just, they're just like one of my favorite things. I make the best grilled sandwiches. I've said this ever. multiple times. You have? Yeah. You agree? Your warm sandwiches are uh, the best. Uh, the like bomb, the cheese and the ham. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make a great grilled anything. Um, yeah. No, but I like besides tacos, san- like sandwiches are one of my favorite foods. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize that. Anything you now can I know. like you if you don't need a plate or utensils, like you can just take like it wrap, with you and go. A good wrap. Yeah. Love it. Like a portable food like that. What's your favorite what? sandwich? Like a Monte Cristo? You like ooey no, gooey warm Reuben. sandwiches. Reuben. Reuben. With good corned beef that makes it. No Thousand Island. No. I love the sauerkraut. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Or anything with Swiss. Why are you asking? Because we're talking about a guy eating a sandwich. What's your favorite sandwich? There's this one at the deli in Agora that's really good. It's like this Italian deli oh, and they make a really good, a good sub Italian sandwich sub. and it's like they have good bread. The salami and the and they provolone make this, and the- Well, they make a veggie one that's like like marinated artichoke and it's mm. good stuff. My mouth is watering. But before that, when I used to eat meat, I like a banh mi sandwich. It's like a crusty baguette, except I have a really sensitive mouth and it like rips the shit out of the roof. Yeah. Um, But sometimes it's just worth it. But it's like a, what the fuck's in a banh mi? I don't know. It's like a, I want to say pork and like shredded carrots and like jalapenos. (laughs) It's a flavor combination that's good. Anyway, thank you. Dude's eating a sandwich and it's like this dry ass sandwich and he's all like, <laughs> it's all gross. He can't even talk. But he's not too dry. It has mustard on it. And he's kind of gross and rye. sweaty. And he's I just like, sick. yeah. Well, we didn't know he was sick at the time, but he's just like messing up and saying things and messing up phrases like I do all the time. I didn't mean he was sick. I meant he's sick. <laughs> like, ew, gross. Gross. Oh, I thought you were jumping ahead because he really is sick. <sighs> Listeners, if you could see the the visuals <laughs> that I see when we record, it's like I'm in trouble half the time. You glare at me. You make faces at me. It's because I don't have my glasses on. I can't see you. Oh, nice try. Nice deflection. Uh, <laughs> so It hurt my nose. What you hurt your nose, so now you can't wear your glasses? No, my glasses hurt my nose. Oh, yeah, that's at the end of the day, too. Anyways, so and there's this woman just on her phone, and she's uninterested in anything this guy does or says, and she's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. And then um now we're back. <laughs> I was thinking about you were going to talk about her outfit and then she has braces. I love braces. Anyway, so we're back at the BDBD morgue and Winona is calling the meeting to attention and saying, um, okay, murderinos. I was like, okay, we got some murderinos in the house. Anyway, so Jeremy and Waverly are then standing in front of a murder board. Not With only do we get, okay, murderinos, tell me about my least favorite murder instead of, or my least favorite murderer instead of my favorite mm-hmm. murder. My favorite murder. We get yeah. a freaking murder board. 
Yeah. And then she says something like, um, she starts talking about the, oh, damn it. I didn't write it down, but she starts talking about the unsub, which is like from um, Criminal Minds. And so she's bringing it all together. Anyway, so um, they're standing in front of the murder board and going over the, all the information they have, which is all connected with red uh, string. And um, while Winona covers, she's, so she's like sitting there with her coffee, sitting next to the dead dude. The first dead dude, I think it was, and he has a sheet, and so she covers the sheet. He, she covers her he- his head with the sheet, and then she kind of uses the head as like an armrest. <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's getting disturbing. so comfy." Yeah. So, um, they go over all the facts. Uh, it's probably a male. They're strong, um, and they're sure it isn't a sexy vampire. They realize the murders aren't the goal, but instead the brains are like to get the brains, not just to kill them. So um, Waverly isn't sure that it's a human. It could be a human with a fetish or someone that has an obsessive compulsion with intelligence. So um, Jeremy and Waverly start going at it and they like are threatening each other with the trivia win at that point. It's all about trivia. Um, and Winona starts in and sh- about what she thinks is going on. Well, because she interrupts while- because they're like insulting each other. Yeah. And Waverly's like, save it for trivia, downward don't. And then he's like, you yeah. save it, online degree. And Winona's <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. So she physically like gets in front in the middle of them with this red string and is just kind of making up bullshit, like just like stringing the red string all around. And she gets all t- tangled up in it and everything. Um, and that he must be a murder fan. Um, and then who likes to, but then we're interrupted by this quacking and it turns out that Waverly put her quacking duck, um, in the sheriff's office on the counter to use as a bell. So they hear it, they go into the sheriff's office and there's like this hockey Jersey guy who has a valid issue about something that's going on. You did not answer me one time when we were watching this together. Who the fuck is the hockey jersey guy? He looks familiar. He looks completely out of place in purgatory. Is he somebody? I don't know. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then um, I thought you were ignoring me because you had a big like. A big reveal. reveal. Mm-hmm. No, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> man, bun, man bun hockey jersey guy. I like um, man buns. I do too. I don't know I'm why more people so don't do it. Man bun. I don't know because people say like I think people get made fun of or whatever. But I love man buns. Dig a man bun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. for sure. Um. Anyway, so he um said that he there's this guy and this girl and they were like yelling and he kept saying the dude kept saying that he owned this woman. And they were yelling and yelling and going at it. And he said it seemed like, like an abusive relationship, but then they drove off. Um, didn't get the car, uh, the make and the model of the car didn't get a license plate. Um, but he did notice that there were some lame, like guy Fiari flames on the side of it, which happened to trigger Winona's memory that that was one of the complaints from earlier from the other day. So she knew exactly who this car belonged to and where to find it. So they take off and um, Jeremy is standing there with the hockey jersey guy. 
And he goes on to say that he tried to actually break up the fight to, and told the guy to cool off. Um, but when he was dragging the girl to the car, the dude turned to the hockey jersey guy and said that he wished he would eat shit. So the hockey jersey guy did. He just ate shit. And he doesn't even like shit. That like. I was like, you had like, clarify He said that? he wished I would eat shit. And I did. And I don't even like shit. Like, yeah, I like don't <laughs> prefer it. But I still ate see, it. Yeah. And you could see like Jeremy backing up like, dude, just ate shit. A lot no, of information. So yeah. Like we have bigger mm-hmm. problems here, dude, than you not mm-hmm. liking it. It's you ate it. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> then we're at the flame car house. And as they walk up, Waverly looks at the car. It's like parked on the front lawn. Yeah. And Waverly's like, well, we know he has a small dick. And Waverly's like, <laughs> I probably dated him. <laughs> and they knock at the door and Winona says, open up. It's the, and she's like, cause they're not really the police. The no, he's not really like, it's still kind of defunct. And mm-hmm. she's like, Waverly looks and she's like, Erp sisters. <laughs> I just love that line. And the sweaty, greasy guy opens the door and Winona asks him, like, is there something funny? Cause he seems like a little bit entertained that they're there. And he's like, yeah, something I saw on the internet. And he goes on to explain it like in shitty kind of detail, kind of like you explaining your murder map app story. <laughs> and he's like, oh, are we calling back? It's a callback. It's a callback to really? last episode. Yeah, I like to do that for creative purposes. Uh, and he's like, yeah, one guy said something funny and then the other guy laughed. And it's just like when someone tries to explain something to you that you haven't <laughs> seen from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then Winona hands him this mail and she's like, okay, Doug, because she's reading the mail. But then also that's where you see that the mail says the sci-fi bard on it, which is an erper who got their name in the show as part of like this Kickstarter package. So that was kind of a big deal. Everyone's awesome. like, oh my gosh, it's the sci-fi bard. Did the oh you explained that to me when we were watching it? But did the person whose name showed up, did they know when their name was gonna be showing they up? They knew what episode, but I don't think they knew like what scene or right. whatever. They just so they're probably like Watching, watching, watching. Oh, that's fun. And there, there, I think there were two other people who had something like that, but I don't exactly remember what episodes or what their things were. Mm, fun enough to go back. So anyway, so then they just walk in and he just starts explaining random weather facts to them. And you start to notice that the house is filled with shit. Like he just won the contents of a storage locker or something. There's like a bike, so weird. a big TV, popcorn machine, stacks of gold, like just weird. Things. There were stacks. Yeah. Of there gold. were bars of gold on like the <laughs> living room table, <laughs> like a bike, a guitar. Um, and Winona motions for Waverly to check out this other room while she walks past with sweaty guy and the room that, Waverly goes into there's like this girl just sitting on the chair the one we saw earlier there and there's like this hot dog machine and Waverly I couldn't figure out what that was I think it's like it the kind like from a, a movie theater machine? where they like just oh. spin around in the heat lamp kind of thing it looked like a popcorn machine with bread Italian like <laughs> Olive Garden breadsticks sticking out of it I was like oh that's a breadstick machine that's tasty. <laughs> How do I give me one of those? Look at Amazon. Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) 
And Waverly just kind of sweetly gets down at her level and she's like, you know, is everything okay, sweetie? She's like, just battling the trolls, which is such a social media thing to say. Waverly's like, you know, we can get you out. You know, she basically thinks she's this victim of domestic violence. And the woman's like, yeah, no, you can't. And she just doesn't seem bothered by anything at all. She's just like, she's bothered that Waverly's bothering her. Really yeah, just about it. Like, let me get back to my phone. Winona starts talking to this dude while he's eating a sandwich, and it is sick. Everything about this place is disgusting, and you know it smells. She was plugging her nose by the door, and this guy, the way he's eating the mustard and brain sandwich, God, mustard and brain sandwich blah, is just disgusting. Um, and Winona finds out that the dude is actually eating brains. Like he, he she, he talks about it. And um, then she wonders if he has a compulsive obsession with intelligence. And we this is when we find out what uh, Doug's new name is, and it's Kuru. Um, that's when he calls for the cell phone girl from the other room, and uh, we now know her name is Ginny. Um, and Ginny's like, uh, no big whoop, you know, to Waverly. Let me, let me go to him. It's not a, a big deal. And Waverly's kind of like holding Ginny uh, back. And um, Kuru's getting pissed off that Ginny can't come to him. So he takes his hand and he picks up all of the sliced brain and chucks it at the um, girls. And then Winona and Waverly are like, what the fuck, <laughs> you jerk? Like, what was that? Um, and he starts wishing like Winona to die at that point. But uh Jenny, he's like, Jenny, come and take my hand, whatever, whatever. Um, but they don't touch and Kuru ends up running off and goes over the back fence. Nobody can figure out how he did it, but he is nowhere to be found. And the only way out was over this fence. Um, we find out later why mm-hmm. and how he did that. Mm-hmm. So Waverly is like still treating Jenny like this victim of assault or something and is just telling her that uh, they're going to get her somewhere safe um, right after she washes the brains off of her shirt. It's all going to be okay. And Ginny makes some sort of comment about, Oh, in a couple of hours, she's just going to be, be back here anyway. And it's so funny to me. Like they just immediately see this woman and think like, okay, this, she's definitely in a situation and we're just going to help her out. And this woman is just on her phone the whole time. Her shirt, she has this crazy ass leopard dress on this big, huge gold belt around her waist and the orange jacket hanging off her shoulders. And she's chewing this gum and doing her cell phone. She could, she's like not at all giving one ounce of a clue or anything that she's, a victim, <laughs> but they just are like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> but also like, they're going to take it to heart too, because they're, they lived a life of being victims, right? Like right. mama right. Ward was horrible to mama. He was horrible to them. Like yeah. they're of course going to be right. like, we have to save her, especially Waverly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So she's like, they're wing. totally. Yeah. So right. Like, exactly. You weirdos. And the Why woman's are you bothering like, me? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So at the sheriff's office, Ginny's just typing away on her phone and Winona's trying to tell her like, you know, listen, we want to help you. You're the victim here. And Winona basically even says to her, like, can you just put your phone down for a second? And she just doesn't want to. And then mm-hmm. Winona 
tries to make her feel more comfortable thinking maybe like, maybe she just doesn't feel comfortable talking to me because I'm a cop, right. Or Mm -hmm. cop like, and she's like, look, I, I might look like a cop, but I've had several new year's eves in the drunk tank. (laughs) And then when she puts down peacemaker on the table, it starts to glow. When I was like, Oh fuck, it's you. You're, you're the bad guy in this situation. And Jenny's like, just chill, chill. It's chill. And Mm -hmm. Jenny says, it's, it's not her, it's his wishes. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I'm a genie and whatever Mm -hmm. he wishes, which his wishes are nuts. She has to do. They're fucking crazy. And I forgot to mention too, that. So when they were in the house and Winona was in the kitchen with brain guy, with the sandwich guy, Kuru, um, she calls and tells, you know, Waverly, come in, come in here. We have a demon. I have a demon. And then she points Peacemaker at him and nothing is happening. And she's like, oh, what? Not a demon. He's just a, just a guy. idiot. Yeah. Like, just a guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we're we're in the jail. And Ginny's in the jail cell. And Jeremy and Winona are talking to her through the bars. And they're um, kind of wondering if Brainy Ding Doug has found a lamp. Like, we find out that Ginny is a genie and Jeremy wonders if um if Doug actually like rubbed a lamp and that's where (laughs) Ginny came from and and uh, she's like yeah that's not how it works anymore so her sitch is that she just needed a new master and whenever she brings up the word master or lord or anything like that through the whole episode Winona's like don't say that you know don't say that word it's so disturbing um, but she's, she was actually just in the, in the, in the market for a new master and Doug bumped into her at the bar and bada bing, bada boom. He was her, her new master. Um, so there's the, the gig though, is that her nail color was actually found on the victims that blue those blue splotches by the, what they thought were vampire teeth holes, but it wasn't. So, um, she she's like the only reason that she's doing this killing the dudes is because doug is telling her to and and because he's the master whatever he wishes for she has to do um because he wants to be the smartest person in town and so she needs he she needs to kill the smartest people in town so um he can eat their brains and um, she's, she makes a comment. She's like, typically the keepers are all like, I want guns for hands or a laser dick, but not the brain sandwich guy. He <laughs> wishes, he first wished for infinite wishes, which was the smartest thing ever. Um, and Jeremy thought that was against genie rules, but it wasn't, that's not against genie rules. The only thing that she can't do is, um, wish, make wishes come true about, um, bringing back people from the dead or making them immortal. So anyway, so Winona is like listening to all this go down. And then it's like, she puts it all together that Doug needs to be touching Ginny in order for the wishes to come true. And um, that then that's why they were like in the kitchen and Doug wanted to touch Ginny and Ginny, you know, couldn't, they couldn't touch each other. So when he was saying, I wish you died, I wish you were dead. I wish you were dead or whatever you're saying that wish didn't happen because they weren't touching. Um, 
so Ginny is pretty much, we find out that she's stuck with the brain eater guy until he croaks. Mm-hmm. Um, then her phone, um, she mentions that she, she just wants to see her phone. She needs to see if her tweets are doing numbers. I don't know you don't means. know what that means, but it's hilarious because you'll get it when you're just not very Twitter smart yet. So yeah, but once you get back, when you get on Twitter more, you'll see how funny it is because when you tweet, you know how you can like someone's tweet, then you click the heart, right? Um, mm-hmm. But when you put out a tweet, then people can retweet it or quote tweet it. Have you done that before? There's like the little symbol like I've this seen as well. Symbols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how about like the hashtags and trending, yeah. all that stuff. But so there's analytics. You can click, you can click on a tweet you've you've tweeted, you've posted, mm-hmm. and then there's like mm-hmm. an analytics button. And you can see if your tweet is doing numbers. You can see like oh, well, how many I've times it's things. been retweeted. You can see how many impressions it has. You can see how many um like when we did when we did our cat burrell interview and we tweeted the link to the cat burrell interview that Mm -hmm. tweet's got like a gazillion like has been seen twenty four thousand times or something ridiculous oh my gosh wow Hmm, let me see oh the tweet activity impressions total engagements all that stuff Mm -hmm. so Hmm. like her saying i have to see if my tweet is doing numbers that's funny it's very funny it's like it has 60,000 impressions, the Cat Burrell one. Wow. I don't know what any of that means, but apparently that's doing numbers. But 60,000 is a big. It's a big number. Number. Anyway, you slice it. Any brains, you slice it. Um, Cross, what, diagonal or straight across. How do you slice your sandwiches? I think I just cut them. It depends on what's on them, but. Okay, so you have different I mean, cuts like a for good different Reuben. sandwiches. Yeah, for like a grilled cheese, even if there's hams on ham on it, I'll cut a diagonal because that's how okay, you dunk it. I can still love you. But um, like a Reuben, I don't cut diagonal typically. I'll cut it straight across because that's a good, I like the real crusty bites. I mean, that makes sense. I think there's a lot of stuff in a Reuben too. And I think if you do it diagonal, more stuff would fall out. Because the, the corners aren't aren't hefty enough yeah, to keep it they all can't in. can't hold it in. The corners, they lose some integrity. <laughs> Welcome to Sandwich they Chat. Lose <laughs> corner. We could go on and on about sandwiches and brats, but we won't. It's neither here nor there. So yeah, so that's tweet strain numbers. Sheriff's Office. Winona thinks that they might possibly be getting ready to watch Aladdin, but Jeremy is pulling up information that he has on Doug's name, Kuru, uh, which is a condition some cannibals get like mad cow disease when they eat brains. And Jeremy's all cuckoo crazy about trivia night. But is that really what mad cow is? Mad cow disease? Yeah. Well, she says, Winona says it. Is it like mad cow disease? And he's like, yeah. What is that mad cow disease? Do they kuru? eat brains? E- no, mad cow, not kuru. Is mad cow from cows eating cow brains? Why would a cow <laughs> eat a cow brain? Cows I eat hay and know. shit. Humans may acquire this disorder by eating diseased meat products. Oh, enough. That's why I don't want to part out. Anyway, 
gross. Jeremy's all crazy about trivia night. And Winona figures out that there's like the spell happening, making them crazy about trivia night. And the plan is that Winona is going to guard Ginny and the Scooby gang are going to go to trivia night to get Kuru when he shows up because he's going to go there to try. They think he's going to go there to try to find the next smartest brain at trivia night. Then we're back at the homestead and Waverly is washing the brain out of her shirt. And it looks like she's just using some soap and water, which obviously isn't enough. And hot is kind of telling her what's going to be going down, what the gig is. And um, Waverly gets all tingly with hot talking all in sheriff's terms and all that stuff. Um, And she Waverly like reminds hot how much she loves her job and hot responds that she, well, now she loves trivia. (laughs) She loves trivia. She also loves Waverly in that order. <laughs> and um, Hot has a moment and like explains to Waverly that she lost everything. The moment she lost her friends and then she lost one moment, she lost her friends and then she lost the election. Um, and then she did something else. And she's really kind of like doesn't explain it or anything. But she says that everyone that's why everyone hates her. She doesn't go into details. So Waverly is like completely in the dark still about it. So they have a moment and um, Waverly tells Hot that she never wants Hot to blunt her ambition. And it what it's what makes her her. And Hot's like, well, I'll always have your back. And then, of course, they smooch. And then Hot exits stage left. Yeah. When Nicole says, I got you back, that's my happy. She doesn't oh, say, I've got your back. That was she <laughs> Like, she says, I well, yeah, got she, you she back. back. That's my happy. Of course, I always <laughs> got your back, sister. Oh, uh, Casey. Oh, you're so, I'm so glad I have you to explain things. I to got me you back. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> In the jail. not the first time, won't, won't be, be the, the last. last. Hashtag. Go ahead. Um, got none. I felt like I looked at you too soon. You were really going to go somewhere. It's going to go somewhere. You, you stopped me with that look you give me. I'm so bad. Scolding <laughs> me all the time. Then in Why? people are going to think that. No, here's the problem with you saying those oh. things about me scolding you. Is that I you're love. No, to first take of all, pressure. you put your hand on your your, your chin <laughs> on your hand. All serious, like Dr. Ruth is about to. Here's what we're going to talk about is that you keep bringing up the scolding thing. Like I am, you're trying to take the pressure off of you (laughs) is what you're doing. And when you point at me, guess what? There's three (laughs) fingers pointing back at you just like this. You can't, if you do this, it's still (laughs) still three fingers pointing right uh. back at So nice try taking that, taking that off of you, trying to take that off of you. You still win cold, cold heart, the cold heart award. Cold hearted snake. Oh my gosh. Cold hearted snake. <laughs> Isn't it? What is that? Are you talking about the Paula Abdul song? <laughs> Isn't it cold hearted snake? <laughs> <laughs> mm. is, is it snake? Mm. <laughs> hey Siri, I don't even know how to do Siri on this one. No, nope, please like let that. it be cold-hearted. Snake. Hey Siri, what is the Paula Abdul song? Cold-hearted 
What else could it be? Mm, Slave? That's not it. He's a cold-hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Uh-oh. He's been telling lies. He's a lover boy at play. Mm, he don't play by rules. <laughs> you want me to keep going? Is this all I don't know what in? I had for lunch yesterday, but I can tell you the lyrics to so many songs. He's a lover boy at play. He don't play my rules. Girl, mm. don't play the fool. Oh, he's the one giving up your love. Shut <laughs> up right now with this. I You can't play it. We'll get copyright because so many people listen to this podcast. I'm sure it'll yeah, get played. Right. What's the name of it? It's just called Cold Hearted, isn't it? How did you know those godforsaken I lyrics? I don't fucking know. It's a sickness. <laughs> I, literally, I you don't know. Hear that came out. Ninety-two. He's a cold-hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Uh-uh. He's been telling. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, overview. It's it's cold-hearted and it's cold-hearted snake. What did you think it was? Nineteen eighty-eight. Wow. From the Forever Your Girl album. Wow. Nineteen eighty-eight. Literally, I don't know what I ate for lunch yesterday. Anyway, where were we? How did we even get talking about snakes? Oh, because you were calling me cold-hearted, which I'm not. Anyway, in the jail, Ginny's like, he's going to come get me. Just be prepared. Winona's saying, relax. Turns out genies cannot relax because they don't have their own needs and wishes. This is a PSA for everyone to take care of their self because if you can't relax... You're a genie? Sure. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I'm still laughing at you making fun of me for knowing the lyrics that time. Why Nona's wrapping her head around the situation. And she's like, no, you're the one who's doing the killing. So like, you're the problem. And Jenny's like, but it's their wishes. And Winona's like, oh, right. Genies don't kill people. People with genies kill people. And it's that whole like guns don't kill people. People with guns kill people argument. Mm -hmm. Winona's like, I get it. I get the bad boy appeal. Jenny says, even when they're cute, they're all Kuru in the end. And Winona says, I'd retweet that. Um, she also says that she's not, he's not her man. She's just a wish getting guy. It's not romantic. No, not at all. So now we're at Shorty's and Rachel seems to have gotten her hands on the trivia cards. They're sitting at the table. She's sitting at the bar with um, Jeremy and she's kind of like quizzing Jeremy, like totally cheating. And Nedley comes up and um, grabs them. He's totally bust them. Waverly and Hot walk in and Hot is like really super uncomfortable about being there. Like she's not herself and um she can't believe she's there waverly reminds her that they're there because they have to decide who has purgatory's tastiest brain and when the killer comes that they're going to take him down then the hockey jersey guy is there still he hasn't changed his clothes and he stands up and says wow chicken kicker shows her face and then starts um clucking 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 the clucking 
And so then uh, Nedley puts an end to this really quickly. Still, when we're watching this, no idea. I have no clue. No. And, and, and I, I did not say a word. I didn't the first time I'm either. Thinking, but like, well, what were no, you thinking? I'm saying I like, thought like she kicked a real chicken. I had no idea because I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying a damn word about what this is about because I feel like I, I missed something. So anyway. <laughs> So but um, Waverly's like, what did you call her? Yeah, like she's about to throw down with these people picking yeah. on her woman, right? Waverly is just as in the dark as anybody. Like she has no clue what's happening. Um, so Natalie tells everyone to take a seat and Hot's like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally out. I'm not going to stick around here. She gets like all anxious and weird, but she goes to pull the door handle and there's a spell on the door. She can't leave trivia night. Um, so she realizes that, you know, like what could be a better idea? Oh, that would be to go into the basement because at least there's not a, um, invisible demon monster icky person down there. Um, so Natalie goes over the rules. It's sudden death. And if you can answer wrong, you're totally done. So, so they, we then get to see who the third person is at the table. Cause we didn't know for this whole time. We thought it was just Waverly and Jeremy sitting there, but they pulled the camera pans back and we see doc, which is hilarious because he's like old timey doc guy. And, um, he is totally though fucking in it to win it. And Jeremy tries to remind doc that they're here to catch a killer. And Doc's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right after I kick your ass in Pop Culture 101. And Jeremy responds with a, a yeah, right, Goldie Hawn. I love you. He calls him <laughs> He calls him Oldie Hawn. Oldie Hawn. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> My new favorite thing to say. Yeah, you did Call say myself that a bunch an of mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. But I then loved how he goes. I love you. But also, I love you. I know. and i love how jeremy and waverly are like um when doc gets the poker question wrong and then they're like boo down in front they're just like Uh so hardcore about this trivia their faces and everything but then jeremy goes but i love that boo she's still my favorite boo (laughs) oh god i just love chair bear back in the jail Winona's telling Ginny all about Doc and, you know, she's like, that's messed up. And she's like, well, at least I know who my keeper is. And Winona's like, I really want you to stop using that word. And she says that it's like this reality for some. And she tries to convince Winona that she's also kept, but by her gun. And Ginny just keeps wanting to check the notifications on her phone. And she's like, Okay, fine. Just don't text Doug. You can have your phone. Ghost him until he dies. And then, oh, look, who's in the jail? Doug Kuru shows up. And it turns out he wished he could walk through walls, which is how he got through the fence in the backyard. And that's how he got mm-hmm. into the jail. Yep. And then he wishes. So now he's by Ginny. So he's holding her. So his wishes can come true. And he wishes that Winona would open the cell. And then he says, I want street brains too, like Winona's how we always Mm -hmm. say that she's street smart. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I want her to say bye-bye to her brains. And she does. It's not good. That's fucking crazy. Um, 
I do want to go back though. We're back at Shorty's actually. And so Doc is like, um, he kind of like snaps out of it because he's now lost. He lost on that cowboy question, even though he was there and he should have known the answer to that, that question that Natalie threw out, but he lost. Um, and I noticed then when we're in this trivia part of it all, that there's a, actually a sign behind Nedley, um, like promoting who's got the, their, the trivia is to find out who's got the tastiest brain. <laughs> and I'm like, why isn't there a shirt with that? Right? That's funny. Um, so anyway, so Doc's like snapped out of it and he's like, yeah, we got to get out of here. The killer's not here. So that means that, um, he's probably on his way to the genie um but it's super crazy because jeremy and waverly just can't leave they just can't they're totally into it um and doc is is um you know not in the running anymore so he attempts to leave but he can't either he's stuck just like hot so there's like some sort of curse on the door um and he realizes that uh nobody can leave yeah trapped Mm-hmm. Then Kuru commands at the sheriff's office Winona to lay on a gurney, and he also asks for a knife. So it's like this quick scene. And then we're in Shorty's basement again, and Doc tells Nicole that, you know, we've got a situation upstairs. She's like, okay, gets the lowdown on the situation. She's like, we're going to need a distraction so someone doesn't answer the next question, and that way the, the game will come to an end. And then she says, we need chicken kicker. It's so weird. So um, she goes yeah. upstairs and she's like, runs up to Rachel and she's like, hey, phone now. And Rachel's like, oh, no, no, no. Please don't check my browser history. That's what exactly what I would think right away. Um, incognito. incognito. No, you may not. <laughs> you may not. Close, 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 close. Just close all the windows. Open, open windows. <laughs> don't look there. It's a lot of fanfic. It's a lot of fanfic open. <laughs> You don't need AO3. to see AO3. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, well, we'll talk about that later. And she's like, Rachel, I need that video. And she's like, oh, what video? And she's like, you know exactly what video I'm talking about. She's like, no, no, I deleted it. And she's like, no one in their right mind would delete that video. And I love that she's like, I know this about you. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, okay, fine. It's in a folder marked tax stuff. Which, which teen in the world has taxes? Who cares? That's the best, smartest thing know, ever. I don't have folders or in a folder marked home. What I do have a folder and my folder that nobody can see is called extra. It's just called extra. <laughs> she probably come up with something different. Extra what? I don't know. What's in there? <laughs> Tell us. You don't need to it's know. just you and me. And I love of our closest friends. <laughs> it's just stuff. stuff. Anyways, Nicole hooks up the phone to the Bluetooth or she hooks it up to the TV through the Bluetooth. And next we see a video of a very drunk Nicole saying, (laughs) Oh, you losers didn't vote me for sheriff. And she's like busting through this office celebration that's going on. And she's slurring her words and staggering. And she's holding a bottle of booze. She's like, but I'm the one who stayed. She kicks in this half door. And it's like, and now you just want to stuff your dumb faces while celebrating Holt. Well, fuck your votes and fuck your dinner and fuck this chicken. And she picks up a rotisserie chicken and punts it. And the whole bar just 
bursts out laughing and she's just kind of holding her head in her hands. And it was enough to distract Waverly from answering the trivia. So Jeremy wins Mm -hmm. and the spell is over. And now Doc is free to leave and go to the sheriff's office. But that is why everyone was talking about chicken kicking because that night everyone on Twitter was like, oh my God, there's going to be chicken kicking at all the conventions next year. Isn't there like, it's going to be like a competition. There's going to be chicken kicking. And that night I literally went on Amazon while the show's like still happening and Googled inflatable chickens. Oh, sorry, Google. I don't need you now. Thank you. Stop, Google, stop. Thank you so much, Google. <clears throat> we're gonna we're going to um just cut your gonna scene need you. out, Google. Sorry, you're not needed for this scene. Anyway, uh so I bought like three inflatable rotisserie chickens off Amazon. What are the odds that you could find a flipping rotisserie chicken that was inflatable? And you know what? They're probably like, why are our sales all of a sudden through the roof? You think other people bought? I know other people bought rotisserie chickens. (laughs) We were kicking them when we went to the Burbank Erper meetup. And so that's (laughs) one of the videos is Kat from our chat group kicking Mm -hmm. a rotisserie chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That tweet did numbers. (laughs) It's like, why am I getting 9,000 notifications right now? And I'm like, Oh, because I tagged you and tweeted that video. I mean, just like my phone has been blowing up all day. But yeah, I have them like in my closet. I've got, I bought more. I have like seven of them now. Why? Because do you think that there's going to be like contests and stuff at the. Sure, sure. You want there to be one? There'll be one. Someone will kick a chicken with you. You're going to have to do it now. It's harder than it looks. I bet it is. But Kat said she only kicked two and she felt bad because it was real chicken. I, the first thing I thought of was at this party, why do they have a whole chicken? Who's going to cut that chicken? <laughs> That's a strange thing to bring to a party. It's purgatory. And I think it's so funny. Okay. This is what I think is so funny is like, where is that writer? Who, how does that writer's brain work? Like chicken kicking? Like where did that ever come from? Or did they... Like, were they, you know, going through their career as being some sort of writer, doing writing for whatever college, et cetera. And all they really wanted, all they really wanted was they have this idea about somebody kicking a chicken and where can they work that in? Somehow they have to be able to work that in. And so through all of their, um, their jobs and assignments, they finally found a way to kick in or write in somebody kicking a chicken. It's funny. You should ask. Shut up. Because (laughs) (laughs) it's been talked about. Are you serious? Yes. And it turns out, I think this was one of Noelle's contributions to the episode. I can see that. Right. (laughs) Um, she saw it in the show Broad City, which is hilarious. And there's a scene really? in there where one of the the characters like grabs this guy's rotisserie chicken and he's like, give me back my chicken. And she's, he starts chasing her. And then they, she runs outside of this warehouse and then she just kicks the chicken. For real. For real. So this came up like after the fact that Noel was just like, it's fucking hilarious. Like 
it's a funny scene like somehow like how can we make this work and so I started watching this show and then I got to that episode and I'm like oh my god you're right it's funny no matter who does it like the scene is like it's just so absurd right <laughs> just like freaking kicker versus reach oh my god that is really funny yeah that's super funny. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I'm like, what? Where? where so did you this weren't far ever off. Come from? <laughs> it's like, listen, I've been <laughs> rotating on this idea for a while. Something I saw. <laughs> I don't know if it'll work, but just hear me out. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. Oh God. And then we're at the sheriff's office. Wayne Nona's screaming for Ginny to help, uh, while Kuru is like holding a knife to her throat, and then throat, and then he wishes for her to stop screaming. So then she stops screaming. And then he wishes for a bigger knife. But then as he's about to kill her, he drops dead. It turns out he was dying from this cannibal brain issue this whole time. Yeah. Doc comes in just as it's over. And Jenny's like, oh, is this your guy? And then she kind of like makes goo goo gaga flirty eyes with him. Mm-hmm. Doc says, are you all right? And then Winona goes, it's all Kuru, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're back at shorties and jeremy is wearing his tastiest brain hat which need um and Waverly and he are just kind of celebrating with drinks and stuff and hot approaches doc who is sitting at the um bar at that time and she wants to uh sit with him and doc was cool with it because he didn't want to miss an opportunity to sit with the chicken kicker herself so Hot wants to talk to him about how she made a deal with the Clintons. Like she wants to bring it up and kind of clear the air and everything. Um, and she tries to just explain like what was going on in her brain is that she wanted Waverly home. And um, he asked what the Clintons even wanted with him. And she really didn't even know. Um, but the only thing uh, that she knew was that whatever it was, he could handle it. And if he couldn't handle it, they were going to figure it out um, because she would fight for him too, not just Waverly. Oh. So um, Doc says that he appreciates that Sheriff Hot, uh, she, that he appreciates Sheriff Hot and um, Hot's like, yeah, you're the only one who calls me that. And that's when um, she decides that enough is enough. And she stands up in front of everybody at the bar, tells everybody to listen People start like putting on their um, their videos oh, yeah. and stuff and recording her. Good. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, uh, so I want to know, you know, raise your hand if you voted for me. And um, nobody raises their hand. And immediately I thought, oh my god, Waverly didn't vote for her either. But then I thought, oh, duh, no, she was. I was thinking when you there. said that story early about the guy who, who was ran for mayor and you were taking his pictures. I thought he was going to ask you if you voted for him. <laughs> I did though. (laughs) I think I even told him I voted for you. He lost. Anyway, so um, she's like, you know, so nobody raised their hand and she goes on to say that she really doesn't flipping care. She's not embarrassed about what happened. Everybody does something that they regret. Um, She owns being the chicken kicker. And um, she's still going to be the sheriff because she made a promise to serve and protect everybody in the whole goddamn town. And even ones that break the law, Doc, and those that slice their grilled cheese lengthwise instead of diagonal, or if they don't like her because she's an outsider or gay, or even those who literally eat feces, which would be hockey jersey guy. So Natalie approaches hot and is like, listen, dumbasses, we all do shit that we're not proud of. 
And then he says that the vote is unanimous. She's reinstated. Everyone cheers. Waverly says that she's finally, finally gets Winona's bad boy thing because chicken kickers hot. Chicken kickers hot. Yeah. Natalie's like, we've all made mistakes and it's usually with things we care about the most. Mm -hmm. And hey, if you like mistakes, you should listen to the My Mistake podcast hosted by Kat (laughs) Cribbins and John Fitzgerald. Am I? Is that one that I'm allowed to? Li- I'm so nervous about listening That's to anything. That's the one you so can I have- listen to. I can. Okay. Well, not all of the episodes because some of them well, they see- do talk about Winona <laughs> Earth, about but uh, you'll know the ones you can't listen to. Then uh, we're or how about I just wait? Uh, we're at the sheriff's office. Ginny's on her damn phone again. She can't get her head out of her phone. Winona meets her in the hallway, and Ginny thinks she's off the hook because Guru's dead. And Mm -hmm. Winona questions if all the masters die. And she kind of thinks that Ginny just likes to kill for them. Winona says, you know what? You're still a demon and there'll be another idiot who will come along. You're just too powerful. Mm -hmm. And as she raises peacemaker, Ginny says, I can stop what's coming. Winona's like, yeah, so can I, I can stop what's coming. And then she says, but I can make him love you again. And there's like this moment Mm -hmm. where you're kind of like, oh shit, don't. She's going to totally put down Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And Winona says, I get it. I'm poisoned too. And Ginny says, with a psychotic gun for a master, we're the same. Winona's like, nope, the difference is uh, that you have a way out. And then she shoots Ginny, telling her that she's free. Free fallen. In other words, she falls into. (laughs) Do you? Free fallen. That's all they say. Free fallen. Yeah, well, now I can't think of the rest of it. You're right. Maybe that is all they say. And that's the end. That's the end. Dunzo. And then we only have three episodes left. I don't believe that. And then we're going to watch it all over again and talk about it again. (laughs) (laughs) No, then I'm going to lock myself in a room and just look at everybody's Twitter and friend everybody. Or no, that's not what you say. You don't friend them. You follow them. You follow them. I'm going to follow everybody and then get to know everybody, get to know all the stories, the funny, jokey jokes, and you'll be all, in that jazz. all the inside jokes. Mm-hmm. You will. You'll, you'll have so much catching up to do. Everyone's mm-hmm. just waiting for you. It's a big party. Everyone's waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, all for real. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Casey, guess what? (laughs) What? We have a new P.O. box. Shut the front door. Shut the mailbox. If you want to send us real (laughs) physical mail, where could you do that? Why not podcast P.O. Box 6732 in Burbank, California, 91505. Sunny downtown Burbank, California. Is that far from you? Burbank? Sounds like some other side of the earth. It's hot. In Burbank, it's hot. Yeah, it's the valley. Ugh. It's hot. I think it's Ugh. the valley. It's hot there. Every time I go there, it's so hot. I'm like, cat, how can you live here? It's like 40 minutes away, but it's just, it's like literally 10 degrees hotter. Yuck. I know. Especially but today. She's going to listen to this. So let's not poo poo on it too much. I'm, sh- I'm sure she it's loves gorgeous. It and I'm sure it's she lovely. has air conditioning, unlike some Amish people who don't. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have air conditioning, so That's who am I to say? 
That's why I said it. What do you think? I'm just talking about some randos I don't know. I don't know. Ripping on their non-air conditioning situation. Kind of your general motive. It's how you operate. You can find us on Twitter. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at why not pee. And you can find us online at whynot.com. You can leave us a voicemail there. You'll notice that the website's a little different too. Doing all oh, I can finally look at the website too. All kinds of fun stuff. And uh, you could email us either through the website or by going to whynotpodcast at gmail.com. That's amazing. You're so smart. Thank you for doing all the hard work. Oh. I just show up. You're just trash talked me through the whole episode and now what you want to come in no, at no, the end and I'm say the nice kind things? person all the time I'm always kind and I'm just letting are you flipping me off right now no it's just how I'm resting my chin on my hand <laughs> just so happens just to be the middle finger that's the strongest just everywhere my middle finger <laughs> no I was complimenting you that's what I do I like to compliment you probably yup cool cool all right well was a thing well even though we didn't really connect on anything tonight Anne, um it's been a pleasure yeah i mean this is dull and dry and i just all i really know now about you is how you like your sandwiches which I kind of already knew bye goodbye bye. you know what other <laughs> sandwich you make that's really good and it's what? stupid, stupid Let's talk sandwich. about all sandwich chat. <laughs> Not only is she the nice one, she makes a mean sandwich. <laughs> Get yourself a girl know. who can do both. Oh, a bagel. Toast a bagel. What? Anyone can toast a fucking bagel. Don't hang <laughs> your hat on that. You make those tiny cucumber sandwiches. Yeah, those are hot. Damn, With those are good. Man. Dill sprinkled on top. Hello. Is that better? Say something again. So then I was talking to this thing and then I went to the blah, blah, blah. blah. Maybe just sing a little something. Um, This land is your land. This land is my land. You're making me do this without. (laughs) Whatever, idiot. (laughs) Is it fine? It's better now, yeah.